Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Mother Love, coming to you live and in living color, and I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> We're going to have a fun time today as we celebrate Women's History Month and women, co- you, you know, I know the fellas don't like to hear this, but sometimes you got to cut them to the quick with the truth. They know we are here to clean up their messes, and they know what they could, they would lose their mind if they had to do half of the things that women have to do, and that's all across the board, and talking about Women's History Month and being so creative in what we do and what we bring to the table, I would like to have the pleasure, I do have the pleasure and the honor of introducing to you a wonderful woman, a creative woman, her name is Nellie Prestwood, and she's the creator of teachable clothing for your babies and your toddlers. So before we even get into all that, welcome, Nellie, to the program. How are you today? Thank you, Mother Love. This is Nellie Presswood, yes, and it's my pleasure to be in your company again today. After we... After we did what? After we uh, worked together with the Special Olympics in the 80s at uh, the UCLA campus. So it's my pleasure to be in your company again. We will you know what? Tears together. I, I, I am humbled that you remember that. I, I didn't even remember that because I got so much stuff in my head. But as soon as you said that, I <laughs> we are out there on the field. We are loving and jumping up and down and screaming uh-huh. for these Kids, we yes. had the best the time. Okay, even though even though I didn't win the raffle, I didn't win the raffle for the car in the house because you know we were trying to do that. Right? 
And they just got even we were both yeah. looking for the same thing, a house and a car. Yeah, oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and I even remember somewhere in my head saying, now, you know, if I win, I will split this with you. That's why I talk to the little babies. <laughs> you know, I talk to babies and little kids that can make noise. And I ask them. I, they could be in the shopping cart at the grocery store. I could stop them on the street. And I say, hi, sweetie pie. And they just, they just, you know, you could tell a person's spirit. When they get in front of a baby Amen. and yeah. animals and animals, you you know, cause a baby babies don't have a filter, <laughs> and they say, uh uh-uh, uh, mommy, and you have to calm them down because as soon as they start talking, uh uh-uh, uh, mommy, why she smell funny like that? <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord. Oh, <laughs> so first, let's talk about let's get caught up on Nellie Prestwood from from then until now. Let's talk about your background, where you came from, your family, all your personal business. We would like to hear that now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a person that grew up in Chicago mm-hmm. by way of my family being from the South, mm-hmm. and um, I've had. Uh, just some wonderful experience, been blessed to have had some wonderful experiences in my life mm-hmm. uh, with things happening that I never imagined, that I never even hoped for. But when God moves, it's a whole other story. He has a he has a purpose for you no matter what we believe there is a purpose. So I worked in the music industry. I uh, started there at Casablanca Records. You know what they always said, that we were a company of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Hey, we like (laughs) that. We love that part. That was the cool part of the 60s and 70s, even though some of them are a blur to me. They are a blur. Let me ask you, what, what was the driving force to get you from out of cold Chicago to come to Los Angeles, to be here? I'm from Ohio, so we know about wintertime. We know about the hawk. <laughs> I don't even like snow, snow-capped mountains in there. I don't like snow. Just don't like It's pretty to look at, but I don't want to be in it, not ever. When did you know you had that you had to, okay, it's time for me to get up out of here. I got to go. I actually decided uh, to move here uh, in 73, and I came out, and we all know the answer to that. It's the weather. (laughs) We wanted to get out of the cold. (laughs) So I wanted to get out of the cold the first time I visited my friend Connie Foreman from Chicago, Uh and uh, I couldn't believe it. Because California, when you come from back, for well, for me, and for a lot of people, for a lot of us that come from the winter, and we come out to California, you go, it's like this most of the time. I mean, mm-hmm. we can have sunshine. <laughs> we can have sunshine like this, like most of the time. Yeah. I mean, it, it is such a different experience. It is such a different experience. So you, you came out in 1973. Right. You came out, so that's what all yeah. the gold records are behind you, and the platinum records that I see, and you're, you know, on the on your yeah. feed there. Mm-hmm. So, what did you yeah. do with Cas? I remember Casablanca Records. Okay. Yeah, um, we, we were we were hot for a while, and mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we had Kiss, 
which is that was our pop group, and then we had Donna Summer, which was the label actually. Oh. Uh, and I actually worked for Donna Summer. Uh, I was a PR person, mm-hmm. so I toured with her, and uh, I got my Ebony cover and Jet cover, and my Star in My Cap is my Rolling Stone cover story. They got a black person on cover of Rolling Stone. Oh, it's no. not an easy thing. <laughs> See, you know how they talk about women are under the glass ceiling. They don't understand. Listen, you didn't, uh-huh. you didn't you just crack the whole, you just broke the whole thing down. You didn't even put a crack. I'm just going to take it all down. Now, how you like that? What about that part? <laughs> because you, when you think about it still, and well, not, it's, it's probably better, but it, back then, that was, that was a huge, that was a huge get. That was huge. And that I remember her being on get of your. It was a get of your career. It really was. I say it made my career. See, I mean, you know, I, I can feel, I can feel, I, I feel the the chills going up and down my arms right now because when you hear people such as yourself and 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 their tone is like, well, wasn't that what I was supposed to do? Why is everybody making a big deal out of? Oh, I guess it really is a big deal, huh? Yes, Did you know it was it a big deal? Did you know it was a big deal oh, while you were preparing? Of course I did. <laughs> of course I was. I was just thrilled. I was unbelievably. But, you you know, you put all your effort into it. You, you know, you keep coming back and coming back and selling your story and and why it's important that, you know, this is the queen of disco and she ah. should be on the cover of Rolling Stone. Plain so and simple. Right, exactly, black or white. Because I, and, you know, they always give you the story, well, when we put black people on our covers, uh, the sales go down. And, and and I just, I found favor with this uh, young man there, and he gave me a Rolling Stone cover. And that was just for Donna, and it was uh, it was just a wonder. I... I really felt really blessed by that, to be honest. Oh, my. We all felt blessed by your work. I see. I, I, I should have introduced you as the queen of PR, Miss Oh, okay, right. because like because that. because I, I mean that's I mean you I mean when you get up there you go okay that's like you know that's like the I mean the cover of Rolling Stone and you got not just a person of color you got a woman on on the cover who is known she is in history she is an historic figure because she is the yeah. queen of disco and was the first African American woman black colored person of color queen of disco. My husband used to tell me, you know, that's who I'm leaving you for down summer. I said, down summer don't cook. He's like, uh-uh, she going she gonna to cook for me. I'm like, no, she's not. He's like, I'm still leaving you for down the summer. <laughs> I was always, I was leaving him. <laughs> I was leaving him for, for the Allstate guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going, I'm gonna, that's my next husband right there. And <laughs> he'll, we'll see somebody walking down the street and it's a man with purple hair and he'll go, you know, there go your next boyfriend right there. <laughs> now, you know that takes some sick, twisted stuff. And, and you know, and when you're when you're that far in it, that deep in it, that high up in it, how did it change your perspective or did it change your perspective of what needed to be done to continue to put, 
put down footprints, you know, for women. I mean, because when you think about it, I mean, let's really think about this, Miss Presswood. Mm-hmm. You have put down very yeah. big footprints. You know, yeah, and if I remember, you got little tiny baby feet. You have put down major <laughs> footprints for us to walk in. You have given us such a blueprint. And when, when you hear this, and, you, and I know you know this, or maybe you don't, because most creative people don't, they're like, what, the, what? What? This is what I do. This is what you do. When did you know that music and PR would be, you know, was, was, was going to be your stomping ground? And it wasn't, was it your idea? Was it God talking to you? So, okay, yeah, yeah, I hear your plan, but this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. For me, I think it was a God plan, to really be honest. <laughs> I just happened to be out of work. Someone called me for a job. Uh, Bob Gibson, I will never forget. And uh, I started at ABC Records. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from ABC, I went to Casablanca. And I actually started off at Casablanca in sales, which was tracking the charts on the records on Billboard for Billboard. And mm-hmm. then I, uh, there was a young lady, Peggy, in, my, in the PR department, and she said, Nellie, I think you, because we didn't have a black person at that time. <laughs> There was no black PR person. So she said, I think you should, uh, I'm going to tell Susan about you. She said, I think you can handle yourself in PR. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, what (laughs) is this? And how am I going to do it? And she just gave me some, you know, some information. And then I had an editor and publishing book. So from there, I would set up all our all our interviews uh, in whatever city we were touring in, whatever talk shows I could set up, and the rest. It was really God all along because He gave me favor. It was just amazing because uh, I did an interview recently with Christian. He's an incredible. Uh, writer, uh, a follower of uh, black music, and he Mm -hmm. said to me, he said, do you realize that you got Donna on the cover of Rolling Stone before she had MacArthur's part, Last Dance, (laughs) and he just thought, I said, you know what? I never even thought of that. I, said, I really did not even believe that. What? And I said, are you sure? He said, Nellie, you, that, that was in 78. He said, you've been even before all, uh, before 78, when she really got into all of her really major hits. So it was just amazing. I, I really think... Uh, when you have a course to follow and you follow it, you use your God-given talents, it's what gets you to your purpose in life. Because teachable clothing is my purpose work. That I know for sure. <laughs> okay, so now, now, now since you brought it up, tell us about how that how that vision came to you teach first tell people what teachable clothing is and i think it's such a brilliant idea it's so great for you okay tell them what teachable clothing is teachable clothing is an early educational tool in the form of apparel that teaches toddlers to preschoolers their alphabets 
their numbers and their colors. And it's all done with T-shirts, jeans, and overalls. But it's a new method. I hired and worked with the uh, early educator met with a master's degree and my family members. My niece is an early educator and with her master's as well. And my sister-in-law has a master's degree also in special ed. So kids learn by playing. Of course, I didn't know that, but when I showed it to the uh, master's degree uh, person that I work with, she said, did you know that kids learn by playing? She said, this is a perfect, perfect method of teaching kids. And my my clothing comes with a complete set of alphabets and 10 sequential colors to teach them their colors, repetition work in teaching. And also it comes with 10 numbers in those 10 sequential colors. And it comes with four, it's an introduction into the geometric shapes. So I have four geometric shapes that goes with them as well. But the real thing that really stands out for me in this is the way this whole thing came together because I am not a teacher. And, and one day, I'm, and, and actually this is a whole process, I actually, the J5 ABC song popped in my head. <laughs> and when it happened, it was the ABC song. And I said, oh, my God. I had an epiphany, and I said, oh, my God, this is why you have had Michael in my life all these years. Because I first met Michael at 12 in Chicago, and on a serendipity encounter, I ran into him with a friend of mine. Uh, Linda uh, also was my friend, Linda Tillman, Mm -hmm. and she was meeting a friend of hers who worked for Motown, and that was Weldon MacDougall. And Weldon was, when we walked into his hotel room for me to meet him, Weldon, oh, Michael was in, in his room, and here was this kid with this big fro, and he was just like a little kid. If he was 12 or 13, I think, when I first met him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what happened was he said to me, and because I, I, I was amazed, he pointed at a necklace that I was wearing, mm-hmm. and he said to me, where did you get that? And I replied, I made it. He said, <gasps> I want one. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, we uh, I made sure that all five of, the girl, uh, of them got necklaces because I had another girlfriend that also we always made our own clothing we made everything uh, to be authentic and to not you know to have our own personal style and Mm -hmm. so that's basically how this whole thing came about but once that song popped in my head this is about clothing because that's my god anything visual or designing, that, those are my God-given uh, gifts and talents. And at that point, I started working on designing a line of clothing that would teach kids their alphabets, numbers, and colors, all because of the J5ABC song. Mm-hmm. 
so now here you are so being inspired by a phenom because he was a phenom when he was when he first started singing. Uh-huh. Michael Jackson. Exactly. He, he, I was yes, listening to one was. of his songs. That, one of his songs was uh, "Got to Be There." That's one of my. Well, I I can't even pick a favorite Michael Jackson song. I just can't do it. Uh-huh. Uh, he's like Quincy Jones. They, you know, if they sing the scale, exactly. I'm gonna buy it. Okay, so so, right. you know, exactly. and, and and he. I mean, this this was a phenomenal kid, and I don't even want to talk about him because I'm still pissed off that he did. He had a lot of nerve dying on me. I'm just saying. I'm a little salty about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm still salty. I'm, yeah, you know. And so, no, I mean, okay, you have been in sales. You mastered PR. You got Donna Summer on the cover of Rolling Stone in the Seventies, you know. When I see you again, I'm going to have to bow down. See, I didn't even know that about you no. in the eighties because you have this very humble uh, aura about yourself. You're not. You don't jump up and down. You know, and say, "See me, see me, see me." You know. I mean, you you are a, a beautiful soul, and I remember your light very well. I remember it, and that's what's important. Now, one of the things about the uh, teachable clothing, I wanted to ask you. Now, was it a succession? Did you first think about putting them on on t-shirts and then on on overalls and 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 children's clothes? And what? This is my favorite thing that the that the uh, teachable clothing does. And you know, all the kids do this. They want to take their clothes off. So you got them like, they can pull the letters and the numbers off and then put them back on uh-huh. as they learn them. Right. That, uh-huh. that yeah. was, uh-huh. you know, I wish, I wish you had a... Uh, I, I, attach, that's what it is, attachable. That I wish you, you had been around, but I'm glad you're around now. When we got our one of our granddaughters, the twins, uh, we got a set of fraternal twins, and we were getting uh-huh. them dedicated to the church. And you know, you know, I got them laid out. They was dyed, fried, and laid right. to the side. They look good. And so, uh huh. We're, we're waiting, you know, to be have our family called up and we, you know, walking down the aisle. And they pretty much on display. Well, while we were waiting, yeah. this little chick done pulled off all the ribbons and had pulled off all the beads, and she had all the beads in her mouth. So I'm walking down the church aisle pulling beads. I now you got teachable <laughs> clothing, and the letters are too big for them to chew and swallow. So when you, when you saw no, that, no, they, what? That's, that's what you know. What when I was designing all of this, oh. uh, it, it it actually just came to me that I, it was like, I okay, a kid, you want they always want to put everything in your in their mouths. You got to make <laughs> sure that the alphabets are not too small or. The star circle and and the what when I decided how to make these attachable, it was I decided it was going to be a star circle and square, and basically the star represents love. And I started with the color red represents love. A star builds character in a kid. A mom gets up every day and tell their kid who they are that they are a star, that they're special, and it's all in, I have a Sonic game book on my site as well, because what is happening in America's schools right now is very uh, frightening for me, and I don't even have kids. I have nieces and nephews and all of that cousins, mm-hmm. 
but they actually, we are a country that has gone from number one in early education to number 38 globally. Globally. We're the big, we're supposed Globally. to be the big dogs on the porch. We are supposed to be the right. big dogs on the porch. Everybody says we America is the greatest that. country on the planet. So why are we not acting right. like that? Well, and the thing of it is, is that that's the foundation and the road to literacy. You've got to get the fund of early education. Early education is what builds your foundation for life. And that, in in early education, we've gone from 1 to 38 globally. And that is because they took phonics out of the school system, out of the curriculum, took them totally out of the curriculum. And so now we have kids. In fact, I I spoke to a mother uh, earlier uh, today, and she said, do you know they don't – they don't even teach them cursor anymore. Oh, no. which I didn't. Get, 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 wait, they don't oh, teach see, wait, wait, ooh, I'm having a see. They will never know how to, and that's why they came up with the technology where you could just touch the screen and your, your signature looks like garbage. You know, uh-huh. I mean, your signature uh-huh. is a personal thing. I mean, your penmanship is important. Now they just right. want to do everything exactly. on the computer. They want to do everything on the computer, and they don't use, they're not using their brain to, you know, get them to the next step. They're depending yeah. on all this artificial mm-hmm. intelligence, and we got, mm-hmm. could you mm-hmm. let me just ask you this, Miss Nelly. Do you think if we had had just half of the technology that these kids have right now, just, you know, if we could have had it, you know, when they always say, well, go back and tell us what you would tell your 12-year-old self. I would have said, can we get some (laughs) devices and some gadgets? You know, why do I have to carry around a big dictionary at the source and a Bible and a Quran? Okay, why not? Can't you just condense this some kind of way? They have the information (laughs) at the ready. and. I dare to say this, and many of my relatives are under the same thing, especially my nieces and nephews, like two generations behind me. They cannot even carry on a social conversation in person. Really? they cannot kid. I mean, you see, I see teenagers in the mall, and they're back-to-back, and they're texting each other. I'm like, turn around and talk to each other. What is what? Exactly. They have no social skills. I mean, personal social no skills. No social skills. Yeah, exactly. I know that. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a sad state that our kids are with the. I mean, I love. Don't get me wrong, because I love computers. Mm-hmm. I design on computers. <laughs> for I mean, uh, that's how I ended up doing. Uh, I also designed Michael's two ads for Michael Jackson. I did the, and that was all only God. Like I said, this whole thing evolves around that. But what happened is uh, I knew my God-given talents. And once I went back to school and honored my gifts and talents, God gave me my first printed and published ad was for Michael Jackson, Michael and Sammy Davis Jr. And Sammy Davis Jr. I get this call from Bob Jones, who, you know, the Motown Records, Bob was in charge of uh, of all the, of everything with Michael. Yeah, of everything. Everything. 
And even, yes, even when we were on tour, because at Casablanca, we had a group called Cameo. They toured, they did tour dates oh. with Michael. <laughs> See, you know, I'm, I'm glad this, this chair's on, on rollers, because I'm just twirling around in this seat. It just gets better with you. It just gets better. It, and you feel it, like, it oh, yes, we knew God. Cameo. I mean, we paid money to go see Cameo. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, big Cameo like, fan. Like, uh-huh. And I actually did their uh, album cover uh, that it's called uh, We All Know Who They Who We Are. And they all have different animal heads on. That was my favorite shoot. And shoot, and we did that one in New York. But yes, cameo. And they're still around. And and basically, Larry Blackman and all the guys. Uh, and I ran into them at all places with George Clinton. I said, Oh my God, this is unbelievable. Because you know you know George from Funkadelics, right? Oh we I had the pleasure of interviewing him. We had a blast. Oh yes. Yes yes I did. I had a chance to interview him. God, and, oh, it, it was it was a he got up. I, this is when I was doing morning uh, morning drive, and he got up. He uh-huh. said, "I don't even go to bed to eight o'clock, my love." And he said, "I done drug myself <laughs> out here so I could come and be with you." And I was like, it, it was like so cool. And somewhere in the archive, there's a wonderful picture of me and George Clinton with my head on uh-huh. top, up under his uh, his all in pink and purple and green and blue dreadlocks. <laughs> And you know he cut him off. <laughs> he cut you know him he off. cut his dreadlocks off. He's uh-huh. gonna be. I saw. Uh-huh. I, I saw him on a one of these casinos because he's performing at one of the casinos. And next time, my George Clinton. And something. I'm like, that's not. That's George Clinton. He cut off his dreadlocks. Really? He cut him off. So he's in Vegas he, somewhere. I, I don't know if it's Vegas or Petunga or Petunga, Tallavina. I don't know which one it is. Okay. <laughs> but he's at one uh-huh. of the casinos. <laughs> oh, he's gonna be there, and I was goodness. like, oh wow! And when you say a cameo. And Larry Blackman uh-huh. and all these cool uh-huh. people, you know. I, I, I mean, you'd have met Michael Jackson and Donna Summer. Yeah, I, and cameo. I met him at 12. Uh-huh. At, when, I worked when with he was, cameo because they were on the label. <laughs> they were on Casablanca. So how, tell me how you, as a as a uh, public relations person, what are like some of the, the the steps that you need to take that you have to take to have effective PR, especially for somebody maybe people don't know but they need to know. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, well, now we, I'm trying to find someone to do some PR for me. I'm serious because I don't, you know, all we had in my day was a book, just like you were saying, these, uh, with like a dictionary size <laughs> editor and publisher. So this new uh, PR is a whole, and, and that's really what's, uh, to really be honest, what's held me back with uh, teachable clothing. Because I'm like set in the old, but uh, but but, uh, but it also was a process. When you're creating something, you don't get everything all at once. Mm-hmm. I had to go to, mm-hmm. you know, making the letters. I had to go, uh, and I didn't get the color red into two years into it, and how I was going to do the covers and the, you know, the actual style of putting it together. But um, I, I just, uh, right now, I'm trying this new system myself, which I really have to need to hire someone to do because, I mean, I have a teachable clothing uh, LinkedIn site. I have Twitter. I have Facebook. And what they do, I'm not really. <laughs> Remember, I'm from the seventies. Listen, and, and 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 every time, every time I think I've got an app down, you know, and I can like get to it, and I know what to do, and I can pick up on some of the lingo. Uh-huh. They come up with uh-huh. another. They come up with another twelve apps. They know good and well I can't keep up with all that stuff on the computer. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And you know what I call the computer and the, and your phone and all of this uh, technology. Uh-huh. I call it EC. Uh-huh. Ask me what it stands for. What is it, EC? EC, ask me what it stands for. Uh huh. Edward Charlie, ask me. Electronic crack. Because it's like a drug. (laughs) You get on this computer, you get on your phone, you get on your iPad, and you can't get off. My husband and son used to tell me uh, when I finally did get into the computer, they used to say, let's the computer go, come in and unplug it because I would be like, remember in the Twilight Zone and the Outer Limits when they would come on, they had the little black and white swirls that made your eyes go crazy like a 3D. Yeah. That's yeah, how it was. Right, I was right, like, right. They was like, let it go. Let it go. It's electronic crap. And we got a kid hooked on it. Mm-hmm. We got the grandma hooked on it. I, we got my 91 year, no, he 98 year old pseudo uh-huh. dad. Oh, he loved the computer. He loved it. Oh, Keeps I his mind it sharp. At, we just took his car keys away from him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Oh, no. He don't need to drive nowhere. He got too many people to take him anywhere he want to go. So, and he said, that's good. I don't have to use my energy. He said, I don't have to use my energy. I'm thinking about how to drive. I'm going to sit here at this computer. And he just loves cyberspace. <laughs> And I'm, you know, I have to, I have to wean myself off. And my rule is, on the weekend, I have to cut it off. I have to disconnect because I would be, I would never get any sleep. I told you, it's electronic crack, and I've seen crackheads. I know how they act. I, they, oh, I gotta get it hit. I gotta get it hit. I gotta, I gotta see what's happening. What they doing in politics? Okay, let's get some stupid stuff. What they, so you could go crazy, and these kids' minds move so fast. They move so fast. Mm. And see, yeah, and they, I, was, I was always taught, K 
keep young people in your life. You know, they'll keep you invigorated. Yeah. They'll keep your mind sharp. And besides, when exactly. you when you die, all your friends can't carry your casket because they all old like you. <laughs> you could have left that part out, Mom. That's a great one, Mother Love. I'm glad one. you find humor in my pain. <laughs> my husband goes throw me in the backyard. I don't even get a casket. I got to get a pine box. I said, well, can I have a mahogany box? You know, you won't get a pine box. I'm going to bury you in the backyard. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and people say, I'm crazy. They will know why. I am crazy. Because, and you, you, you know, and we all do. And, yeah, but you are a past master at this. Not but and you are a past master at this. What are you looking for? Who are you looking for? Who would be the ideal person to come into your life and say, Okay, Miss Nellie Presswood, Queen of Getting Rolling Stone, <laughs> black people own it and knowing all the people and helping Michael all of this. And uh, who are you looking for? What what qualities are you looking for? Because, you know, we put it out there in the universe. I believe that the energy of the oh, universe and God, I you know, put it out me. there. I'm putting it out there. Mm-hmm. To really be honest, I would like to to hook up again with Barry Gordy because I mm-hmm. designed his billboard. Uh, as I'd like to also hook up with, uh, with Q, with Quincy. Because <gasps> I would like, I'm serious because those are – those are like my models of great success. And I want to show them, because, and especially Barry, because I know he's, he's creative in himself. And, and, but he used to always tell me, not, I was always blessing him, he said. But I would like to pick up with Barry. I designed for Barry. And Quincy, I spent two months in the studio because he did Donna Summer's first self-name album. And we were in the studio all the time. Michael mm-hmm. used to even come and visit us in the studio as well. How and, cool is that? And it was just, it just was, uh, it's something that I need uh, advice from. I really would like to, My at this point, I'm saying, okay, I'm 11 years in. I got all of, I have everything it takes. I have because I'm a sewer, I made Donna Summers uh, an entire wardrobe when she was pregnant to hide it for that photo shoot with her and Quincy. And what what I'd like to do now is I really think that I would like to license this or private label deal this line because I have patterns and four sizes. I have hundreds and hundreds of yards of fabrics, lining, uh, uh, everything, ribbons, snaps, and you name it. I have it all. And right now I'm looking for somewhere to store it because I have to move it from the, uh, this location I've kept it in and plastic containers for all these years. Mm. Uh, I, and I, I, wanna, I want some – I would wish I could get one of the artists some of these artists, with they all have uh, clothing lines now. This new generation of artists, I have such respect for them, for mm-hmm. what, how they, their careers or the industry, how they evolve and uh, elevated this industry into a whole other direction. And I have great respect for them. I would really uh, like to, uh, because I'm sitting here now and looking at. Uh, my T-shirts and my jeans. I mean, it's just I gotta 
find space right now. What I need right now. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling because when you are a, when you are a creative, and, and 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 especially you know especially women, I've noticed this in, in women creatives because. We'll have a thought, and then we'll go, okay, we need this, 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 and this. And you go, okay. Then you get another thought, and you go, oh, I need that, this, that, and this. And then you look around, and you go, why is right. all this stuff in my office? Where did that come from? <laughs> why do I have a home? What, is, what the heck? I've turned into an office hoarder. I mean, I got ink pens uh-huh. and pistols right. and papers everywhere and ideas, and my uh-huh. grandchildren think I'm just crazy. They're just like, Papa, uh-huh. what's wrong with her? I would like, that would be my uh, number one thing at this point. And it's only because now I'm the matriarch of my family, so everything comes to me. And, okay. you know, and, you know it's, a, it's, it's quite an ordeal. And that's a, that's a huge one. burden. That's a, if you ask yeah. me, when you are the matriarch, they expect you to have all the answers. They expect you to solve all the problems. They expect you to listen to all their crazy. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, I th- when my when they start saying, "Well, you know, you're at the top of our line." Mm-hmm. We got aunts and uncles that's way older than me. I'm way away from the the matriarch part. Mm-mm. I can yeah. be the matriarch. Uh, well, thank that's God. A huge responsibility. See, you're mm-hmm. you're you're okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of those things <laughs> You're it. Your turn. <laughs> and I never imagined I'd end up in this position, but it's quite a – and then I just have one nephew that uh, has a mental issue, which is really uh, something that I'm dealing with on a daily basis. So God is good. I'm expecting a healing from him. But I am – I really hope that – Someone in the industry hears this and pick up the phone and call me at three one zero nine two seven three zero three zero. I I really do. See, I just want you all to know I would have never done that. So since she said it, please, if you know somebody, because you know you know somebody who can help get her to the next phase, her number is 310-927-3030. Again, that's 310-927-3030. And you can reach Miss Nellie Presswood, and a lot of people probably know who she is, especially in the music industry. And as she's promoting and and selling her work. Okay, now do you have do you have a supply chain so when people go to your website, uh reach, reach yes. out for you on Twitter, yes. they can they can get get the product order from they can order from my site as mm-hmm. well. And mm-hmm. I'm actually uh in the right now today I'm dropping off some uh, teach me tees. That's my t-shirts are called teach me tees and word shirts because you could put three letter words on your shirt like cat, dog, you know, mm-hmm. you all all little three because kids learn by playing. So they could that once they learn their alphabet, then they can start learning three letter words. So I uh, right now I'm dropping them off to different like daycare places. Mm-hmm. And I'm really starting to promote this line because I've got to just get it out there. 
and and when when we talk about the importance of early childhood education early. because it is critical and guys a lot of our parents unfortunately especially the younger ones are not really engaging with their children you know one on one so right. they can see your face you know and they can feel right. you you know because they're not spending enough time and I mean from the time they're from the time they are born until they are right. I'm gonna say five. Five years old. No, by four, their their brains are starting to, you know, form, and they can formulate what they want and what they don't want. And I've always wondered, how come a child's first word is daddy and no? <laughs> I'm like, I'm the one gave you birth. What's up with that? They said, no, mommy, period. That's it. First thing my it's son said was daddy. And I didn't even know our son could talk, mm-hmm. and these kids are moving so fast. They learn so quick. When I see the babies, Me like toddlers, in the stroller, mm-hmm. and they got a tablet, and they punch and they oh, like, yeah. okay. I'm it's like, amazing oh. what's happening with the kids. And, and they, they can work the gadgets better than some of us. Listen, it's I'll amazing how kids are so oriented to all these new gadgets. In an instant, you could hand them to them, and they, no, they've got it. And one of the things that concerns me, especially about in, with, with the early childhood, are we giving them too much stimuli, that they're always going to want more stimuli, more stimuli to get that same kind of educational fix? Because till, I don't think childhood, especially early childhood development, this is just me, and y'all, you already know that I'm the crazy lady. You know, that's why I said, why would I pay somebody to go into therapy to tell me I'm crazy when I know I'm crazy? I'm listening. I think something. I'm saying, don't say that out loud. And my husband will say, when I say, don't say that out loud, honey. Mm-mm. Just, just don't talk. See, I could be. I'm in a controlled environment at all because <laughs> I just go straight <laughs> off the rails. I don't think children should be rushed to get you know, to the next step. Let, when you let them learn and they can learn with fun. You know, it's just like when <laughs> when we talk about how ugly racism is. Because that's taught to mm-hmm. children, just like you can teach them their colors and their numbers and their T-shirts, and hey, so that's put yeah. into them. Their natural instinct is about community. It is about sharing. You see kids in a mm-hmm. sandbox playing, and all they care about, you can put them in, but from the, all of the United Nations, put them in a sandbox, send them on the beach, and all they want to know is when it's going to be my turn. They don't care about right. any of that exactly. stupid stuff that we're wasting time and energy on. We need to take that time and energy and pour it into the future. Because, unfortunately, it's kind of strange to me that a lot of these people who cut the program for early childhood development didn't realize that these children are going to grow up and they won't always be children. Then what you're going to say because you didn't pour into them the exactly. positive things that they know. That's why it's such a joy and such an honor to know that you are out here fighting for the young people and, and, and being creative and actually showing them how you can take an idea. You can stand in your purpose. You can find your assignment because we all have assignments. Now, so, okay, you got the, you said you've been into this, working with this for quite some time. In the next five yes. years, where do you see uh, the brand going? I see it changing the world because mm-hmm. it's not only all all countries use our, our, our alphabets and mm-hmm. our numbers. I mean, every most influential uh, 
companies and parents want their their children to be bilingual. They mm-hmm. want them to know uh, to just thrive in their childhood. And most parents, every child, no matter what uh, position a parent mm-hmm. holds, every mother wants the best for their child. And I actually feel that clothing is going to change the world because my quote that I live off of when I first got this, it had this epiphany, was Nelson Mandela, and it is education is the most powerful weapon we can use to change the world. And that's what I'm trying to do. Really. I kind of let you slide with this since we've been talking Uh, on the Mother Love Uh Show and talking to me and sharing and we're Uh chatting with each other. You can't say to me, I'll try. I maybe it'll happen. I wish. No, you got you doing the okay. doggone thing. You're not you're not trying okay. to do anything. You are out there, boots okay. on the ground, Amen. on the phone. Amen. You pouring pouring. Uh uh-uh, uh, you're not trying to do anything. See, I have that sometime. I, I tell y'all, I got. To, I don't have a. I got to check y'all. Be saying, oh well, maybe it'll happen. Oh, you got to take all that doing uh-huh. crap and move it out the way. God has made a path for you, and you got the. Blazing, blazing, and saying we we've been in the game way too long. He just kept us alive for one for a good reason. Because I'm telling you, I Amen. know I'm living on. I know I'm living on house money, so I'm not even trying to test okay. God anymore. I, I I tried that. Okay. I tried that one time. I tried that one. It was stupid. I did when he said, "Okay, now this is this is what you're gonna do." Because I had a plan for my life. I had a plan, and it was I was sticking to the plan, All right. sticking, to the, sticking to the plan. And I was at the plan, and then I was like, then it just blew up in my face. I was driving a school bus. My husband and I, you know, was working on you know getting getting stuff together to get us a house, and you know, do do the whole thing, right? And God said, "Okay, that's right. real cute. Okay, mm-hmm, yeah, you think that? Okay, but this is what I want you to do." And I, just as clear as I'm talking to you, because God talks to you where you are. He's not trying to. He's not Amen. Doing, this is where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this is where I am with mm-hmm. you. And so, I, me and my stupid self. Okay, I, I I was like trying to have a a, a grown up conversation with God. That was another stupid thing. Cause they don't say you uh, you are a child of a you are, you are an adult of God. They say you are a child of God, and children don't question their father. Not if you got a brain in your head. So I said, well, um, okay, uh-huh. but that right. kind of sounds like something that's that's like really big. How I'm gonna do that? Don't you worry about that. I got that. I said, well, what I'm gonna say? Don't worry about that. Well, how I'm gonna get that? Don't you worry about that. Stop it. You can't serve God and worry. So when I threw it out the window uh-huh. and just just pay, pay, every everything. Everything, every person has been in my life for a reason, and I have totally been changed. Because I shouldn't have been, I almost died in a car accident when I was 17, and I thought God was fine. Oh, you're, now you're going to keep yeah. me alive. Okay, now you're going to keep me Now yeah. i got to do stuff. <laughs> oh, oh, now you want me to do stuff. Oh, and you got to do it. i got to do it continuously. That's what obedience means. That's what obedience means. And you have been and continue to be an obedient daughter. And as 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 the world is moving so fast, that's why I brought up about the kids, you know, especially little kids, toddlers. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we right. shouldn't move let them learn at their pace and understand all children do not learn at the same pace. The same pace. No, they don't. No, they don't. 
They're individuals just like all of us, for certain. But I, you know what, Mother Love, I just want to thank you because you caught me in something that I, I, I try never to do. There you go with that word again. There you go with that word. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm not going okay. to use it, but I, okay. I thank you for that. And that, and I think I know that you're in my life just for this moment, and I know that because I couldn't believe it when she because I was so I was so blessed by you when I saw you there at working uh, volunteering with the Special Olympic kids, and I was there because I had three brothers and one sister, and you know any of us, you, you never know what's in your path. And mm-hmm. I spent 20-some years downtown Skid Row feeding the homeless with the youth from my church because the word says train up a child in the way they should go. And basically, and all of them ended up doing great things. Uh, even one ended up managing one of the uh, one of the homeless shelters. And so it's it's all about what we trust God with and not doubt, and I thank you for that because I needed to hear that today. And I I'm want you to know that you moved me when I first met you. I said, wow, we're both here and we're serving God. That's what I saw when I saw you at the, at the Special Olympics. I was really excited about that. You know, I, I learned um, the hard way that when you're out in public, well, you you never know who's watching you. You never know who's mm-hmm. listening to you. You know, you have to be mindful of your behavior, mindful of your words. It's never been a choice mm-hmm. to treat people like you want to be treated. Love people like you want to be loved. Oh, yes, babies, I know it's easy to love the, the wonderful, fun people. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's, that's yeah. easy. This, love is not supposed to be easy. Love is hard. It's a mm-hmm. work. It's, it's an ongoing process. When I talk to uh, People about, you know, when, when they're involved in relationships and, or they want to get involved and they want to take it to the next level and, you know, they'll say, oh, well, mother love, I think you and your husband, you know, you're, you have such a wonderful relationship. I want one like that. I said, you know, this take work. You know, this is every day. <laughs> You know, just because we got on makeup and we all dressed up. Now, we, you know, we ain't phony or nothing like that. You know, we, we talking mm-hmm. out, you know, and, 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 and I, I would say, well, how long have you known them? Six months. So have y'all have y'all started passing gas in front of each other and belching in front of each other? Oh no, I'm, no, you need to move on there because you haven't been involved in that relationship long enough. You got to know them, the, and they don't they rush into them, and and that and that's I think because when they're children, children imitate what they see. If they see mom mm-hmm. and dad screaming and hollering at each other all the time, or mom is running in and out with Dick Jane and baby Sally in the house, and you just put them in front of a computer, they'll do that very same thing because they believe that you are teaching them. They don't even know they're just going to imitate what you say. You have to be careful. And we exactly. have not been mindful. And this is another thing about child care. It is way too expensive and the education yeah. is costing yeah. this is it's true. costing us dearly because we're th- these are our future leaders these could be our future police Amen. officers future presidents mm-hmm. these could be future drug mm-hmm. dealers these could be future murderers mm-hmm. these could be you don't you got mm-hmm. you we come with a clean slate 
and then perfect in every way. And then for people to, you know, discharge children, you know, as as an Mm -hmm. afterthought. We really have to. We really right. have to step up and stand up. And you got to put on your mother love and your father love and your auntie love <laughs> and grandma love. You got to put yeah. on your big people panties because we right. have a serious mm-hmm. job to do. <clears throat> when you say you want to take this school, mm-hmm. have, have you thought about doing? I'm sure you have, but this just me. Have you thought about doing the uh, teachable clothing in different languages? Like you said, all children should yes, be at least know. bilingual. Yes, yes, and you're mm-hmm. right about that. In fact, uh, the first fab uh, that book. So I I use that as a lining in my mm-hmm. overalls. So yes, I have thought about that. Oh, I thought oh, about oh, oh, I know. oh wait. Okay, I had a brilliant mm-hmm. idea. I had a brilliant idea. Sometimes they what? strike me and I just never know. Okay. okay, a lot, a I'm lot open. of our, especially as, as, as you know, a lot of our us are living longer, and unfortunately, a lot of us are dealing with dementia and early stage mm-hmm. Alzheimer's. About making letters to put on grown people, you know, to help keep them cognitive, to help keep their brains sharp, you know, because you know when 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 one of my friend's That's mother was diagnosed with with dementia she couldn't remember stuff you know and we were writing this women you know they called me up and said, okay my love we need to do your calligraphy on this cuz my mother need to have these stickers i'm like Y'all right there in mm-hmm. Ohio. I'm in California. Yeah, but she like your handwriting. And when she got the letters <laughs> and, and when she got the words, she said, I know who write I know who wrote that. I know who wrote that. Mm-hmm. And and it, yeah. it really helped her, you know, to you know it's a progressive condition and we know this. It did give her a sense of, you know, independence. You know, because when she could see the word okay. and she could see refrigerator, she could remember refrigerator. She might not remember that. That yeah. is the refrigerator, but she know what that she knows what it is. How about putting, making them for uh, um, for senior citizens, especially people who are That's in um, assisted living. Thought. Right. That's hmm. a very interesting thought. I will think about that. Mm-hmm. I will oh, definitely. Oh, I have, oh. That is okay. That, that I think that would be great. And you know, we're living longer now. It's gonna be so many of us. They're not gonna know whether to crap or go blind. <laughs> He's got a point there. That's for sure. I'm just I'm working on staying healthy, taking care of myself and my family, and uh, basically that's what I'm trying to do right now is really kind of have something for my nieces and nephews now mm-hmm. uh, and cousins, you know, get them involved. So mm-hmm. basically we're on the same frame of arc. I've always the big sister and that role never ends. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> I, you're, you're, so you're building it. You're, you can you are continuing you are continuing to build on your legacy uh speaking of your legacy before we even get to that one what do you do and how do you decompress because you know you got you your brain moves a hundred miles a minute and sometimes you just gotta slow it down so what do you do to slow it down and get into your zen place oh that's a good question. <laughs> I actually, that's an excellent question. 
I actually have, I used to walk all the time, five, six in the morning. I'd be out climbing hills and <laughs> trails. And I and I haven't done that in a while. But then I started walking sidewalks. So mm-hmm. I'm actually getting back into walking now because it's like a peace. And also, I started praying in 1975 at 6 a.m. in the morning uh, and just trying to start in that place of offering my day to the Lord and just uh, trying to push on and change the world. No, you're not trying. You are pushing on <gasps> to change the world. You are building again. a legacy. It's it's going to take like take time. It's a process. It's it it's a process. Okay. You know, I, I remember. Well, you know, we were never allowed growing up to use the N word anywhere around our house. You couldn't call each other that anything. Right, right. And then when you know the kids say it, and you know, and, and they say stupid stuff to me like, "Oh, my love, you don't understand. It's an endearment." Like, I'm like, "Oh no, that's not an endearment. You're you're holding on <laughs> to a racist." Uh, slave thing. Don't do don't do that. And when they call the women the B right. word, I'm like, so you know every time you call the woman that you know you're talking about your mother and your auntie and your grandmother and your wife uh-huh. and your daughter. No, no, I'm exactly. not no I'm not uh uh-uh, uh okay. wait. And okay. first of all you need to know what that is. It's a female dog. So now you saying your mom and your aunt, your grandmother, uh-huh. your uh-huh. wife and your daughter is a dog and they look at me like Oh, why does she have to go there? I, and I did this in a barber shop that was and I'm the only woman in there. I'm sitting in there. My son is in there to get his hair cut. And I just jumped up and said what I said. And our son came home and he said, Dad, Mom, shut up. Everybody in the barbershop. They don't use the N-word in the barbershop. <laughs> I was like, he was like, see you up. But they don't. They don't. Uh-huh. And you, you have to. You have to. Yeah, you have to you have to tell them. Listen, and I'm a seasoned citizen. You think I'm scared of a bunch of kids? I drove a school bus with 66 kids on it each way. Shut up. I'm in control up in here. Your mama wouldn't want you acting a fool like that. We stick there, and they were saying, "Mama, do you, Mama, do you know her?" And she goes, "I don't know who she is, but I'm glad she said she checked your mind." It's been a pleasure. Please give your website again before it's we go. It's my pleasure. Okay. You gotta give your website. Oh, we run out of time. We ran oh, out of time. Okay. I'll put it up on the I'll put it up oh, on the board. Oh, no. Peace and blessings. Well, you know okay. before now, you know. It's the mother love show. It's the mother love show. If you didn't know before now, you know. It's the mother love show. It's the mother love show.